What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, America. Uh, Fitch, the rating service, has just downgraded uh, the United States and our bonds, which is going to mean uh, a lot of real trouble down the road for all of us. Uh, including the government that's just not going to get any any more money from anybody except the Fed. I'll explain that coming up in uh, just a second. Also, there is uh, another big warning sign to the economy that you need to pay attention to. It came out a couple of days ago, but I haven't seen a lot of people talking about it other than, huh, uh, I'm going to start with yellow in 60 seconds how important is your identity to you well it's not only the doorway to everything you have financially but it's also your credibility you've spent your entire adult life building that up whether you're aware of it or not but in a heartbeat some cyber criminal can come in steal what you have and ruin that credibility that hard-earned responsibility this is why you need lifelock it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting all of our lives and it is equally important to realize that there are measures you can take to help keep it from happening this is where having lifelock by norton installed can save you so much money and hassle nobody can prevent all identity theft monitor all transactions at all businesses but you can help protect what's yours with lifelock by norton join now and save up to 25 percent off your first year with a promo code back call 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com use the promo code back and save 25 percent and do it now so you would see it on a family road trip i mean the family wouldn't see it but if you're a dad you saw it you saw it at every truck stop you hit because gas prices were cheaper half the men in there were waiting for shower time making our wives and daughters shy about using the bathroom and touching faucet handles you bought some crappy beef jerky and some mr pib to keep you awake and 14 gallons of gas because the kids were restless in the back seat of the minivan, you looked over, almost longingly, the truck driver. Man, independence. No attachments, no obligations, but the open road. Seeking the black dog high of the 19-hour long haul from Denver to the ports of Louisiana or Corpus Christi. Ah, that would be the life. <laughs> no, not so much. Brands start to stand out to us on the sides of trucks. American, Mayflower, Atlas, International, Old Dominion, some sort of bulldog. The nuance between the manufacturer of the truck and the brand of the shipping com uh, company, always a mystery, but those guys seem to get it. You imagine, ah, yeah, you probably haven't taken a shower in a while. You chew tobacco. You drink Coors Light, in part because of the boycott. Man, that's a life. And in a way, you imagine you have a lot in common with these men. Hard. Ready to fight if needs be. Moving America's good from point A to point B. Making the alimony payments along the way. And they were called Yellow. One of the largest contract shippers in the U.S. is now gone, and you might have read about it 
or heard it spoken about in passing by the media. This is huge. If the nostalgia of the U.S. road trip appeals to you at all, you will recognize that Yellow has been among the largest over-the-road shipping companies in the U.S. forever. Been in business for 100 years. The CEO, as recently as 2022, touting the recovery from COVID as a reason to invest in the stock of the company, as a reason to have hope that we're not seeing an economic collapse. That same CEO and that company, Yellow, filed for bankruptcy protection this week, citing a, quote, lower than expected volume and frequency shipping that was more than 25% lower than post-COVID volumes. Let that sink in here for a second. This is the real story. 25% lower volumes than expected from one of America's largest shipping volume giants. And yet we all seem to be comfortable. We all don't see this as anything that, oh yeah, that yellow truck's not going to be on the road anymore. You got enough toilet paper at Walmart. The farmer's market seems to be full. You know, when I want barbecue brisket or ribs, I can get them. Sam Walton will always be there. One of the top four logistics providers, the truckers you see on the road, just went out of business. Yellow Van Lines, the third largest conglomeration in the U.S., just declared bankruptcy, offlaying, they say, 30,000. However, there are 70,000 contract employees. So... 30,000 employees and 70,000 contract employees. This is the third largest by volume mover in the world, moving as much protein per day as the entire French government moves per year. Let me say that again. Moving just protein alone, moving as much protein per day as the entire French government moves Every year, yellow is gone. The question isn't about the how or the why. The question is, what does this mean for you? What does this mean for a recovery for America? What does this mean? Are we even capable of recovering? Of course we are. But U.S. shipping is a signpost and one that just people just choose not to see. Oh, fewer trucks on the road. That's not a good thing. When you drive by in some parts of the country, mainly the, uh, the middle part of the country, out in the middle of nowhere, when you see miles of trains just parked, that's not a good thing. When you see a signpost like this, the third largest shipper going out of business in America because there's 25% less shipping than expected, you need to take a look at your bank account. Is there a way to get ahead of all of this? Is a downturn in markets inevitable? 
is what the government telling you true now yellow just went out of business and because the government is erratic and doesn't seem to be interested really in a budget fitch the the largest uh ratings agency has just downgraded the United States of America, our bonds, for the second time. So you know that is something that when I said that would happen in 2008, they said that will never happen. They'll never downgrade the United States. Now we are on the verge of our third downgrading, the downgrading of our, our ratings, our bonds. Nobody's buying them, by the way. It doesn't matter what we rate them, really, because we're just buying them ourselves and just printing money. It's the Fed that is buying it. And nobody seems to be worried about that. That is something that I was told in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, that that would never happen. The Fed will never buy our bonds and be the only buyer. Because I said, nobody's going to buy our stuff. Why, why, would you, why would you take on debt when it looks like the country isn't serious at all about its debt? That it just believes it can spend whatever it wants. We have now embraced something that I wrote about in my last two books, Modern Monetary Theory. I go into it a bit in this one, Dark Future. But it is incredibly important for you to understand. We have just completely changed everything we have ever believed, known, or learned about monetary policy. That you cannot print money endlessly and have your, your dollar or your currency remain whole. Just doesn't happen. Inflation will grow and grow out of control. Well, Fitch knows this. Janet Yellen was shocked. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean we're not serious? Of course we're serious. And they try to make this into, well, you know, uh, the government keeps having a battle with itself. You know, are we going to cover the debt or not cover the debt? Whose fault is that? It's not the Republicans. It's the Democrats. Because we don't default on the debt. We're not going to default on the debt. Someday we will because of all of our spending. But it's not today or not tomorrow. The federal government just prioritizes bills the way you prioritize bills. But instead of doing all of this, they have this big fight back and forth. We're going to default on the debt. That is not going to happen. That spooks investors. Fitch says you're not serious about budgeting. And you keep threatening that you're going to default on the debt. So we have to downgrade you because people are losing their trust. And so are we. We don't know if you're going to pay that debt or not. Well, we're clearly not because there's no way to ever pay for the biggest pile of cash and IOUs the world has ever seen by far. And what did we get for it? Seriously. Can I ask you, do you own gold? Do you own silver? Do you own ammunition? How are you doing with God? You know, there are three commodities that are very important. Food, water, and ammo. The government is trying to control ammo. The government is trying to control food, what you eat, how you eat, how it's grown, where you buy it. 
and water. They're now claiming they have complete control over mud puddles on your property. If you own property, that is, if the, uh, what was it, Bank of America or Citigroup, the, uh, the CEO came out and said, we need to just start using eminent domain and take people's property because of global warming. You, you may not own the mud puddle. You may not own any of the water that you can pump out of the ground in, on your own land. But you may not be able to even keep your own land. Those are the three commodities that you need. Food, water, and ammo. Because when things break down and the cop can't get there in time, who's going to protect your family? That is your right and your responsibility to do that. You have to do that yourself. Because nobody else will. By the way, did you hear that uh, Chicago, is it Chicago? I believe it's Chicago. And the experts are now saying, hey, um, that's, a, that's not a good idea. Uh, you, you, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't you know, just take all of your bail and just dump it. I think it's Illinois that now says no more bail. Well, what's going to happen when you release all of these people? What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. So do you have one of the commodities? Do you have food, water, or what's the other one that you might need? Ammo. But they want to take you right away from being able to protect yourself at the same time. They're not saying, hey, you don't need that gun because we're going to protect you because everything is safe. They're saying that you can't have that gun. Why? Because you shouldn't have that right. You might hurt somebody. At a time when crime and control of the streets is running wildly out of control. Hmm. Next time you're at a road stop, ask the guy. He doesn't know how to tell you. He probably has several rounds under his seat. He's got a, you know, he's got a gun loaded in there someplace because he knows. Funny thing at the truck stop, you don't doubt any of this. In fact, you're kind of jealous. He's ready to do battle. You're not. Wife, kids, job that pays the bill, and yet you envy his freedom. Well, he doesn't have freedom any more than you do. In fact, you probably have more freedom. He is a slave to the road. Ask a trucker. That's a hard-ass job. You don't want it. But the boat show goes on. It defines the U.S. economy. You can literally see the yellow van lines bankruptcy and see that as uh, U.S. shipping or, you know, just the U.S. itself, we can just ignore it. Second largest shipping company in the U.S. goes belly up. Third one. Eh, notice. Notice. Notice these things. Our world is changing. What do you own? Food? Gold, silver? A garden of tomatoes and carrots? That's great. Do you own your own backyard? Grow it with more than grass. Herbs? Fine. Vegetables? Great. Are you resilient? If the grocery store visit can't provide, can you? If the trucks can't pull in, what is it that you are taking for granted? Oh, it will always be this way. It has never been this way. And it's a blip in history. We're an aberration. We're just, 
we're just something that people a fluke really in the in the history of man this kind of freedom and this abundance is an absolute fluke we didn't have it 70 years ago notice these things because they're coming faster and faster Goldline is our sponsor. I mean, is there a better time to talk about Goldline? Diversify, diversify, diversify. Uh, I talked to somebody who is involved in with some of the biggest investing uh, of private individuals uh, probably in the world. We were having a conversation the other day. And uh, I said, you know, what are people doing? And he said, they don't really know what to do. He said, people just are, are buying things they're buying objects they're buying land they're they don't trust the dollar they're buying gold gold is so discredited by everybody but those are the same people that said we could never lose our credit rating status from triple a you need to do your own homework but i will tell you that when a government gets serious about raising interest rates and making uh you know bringing inflation under control they raise interest rates and gold goes down. This time, no. They're raising interest rates and gold is still holding its own or going up. Why? Because the shrewd people know this is a game. This is a game. Please do yourself and your family a favor and at least call Goldline and find out how you can become economically defensive. This week, Goldline has a special offer on their historic $5 gold Liberty and Indian head coins. With every tube or box of 20 of the $5 gold Liberty and Indian head coins you acquire, you'll receive five of the one-ounce silver Goldline bars absolutely free. Don't get caught with your pants down. That's something Hunter Biden does, not you. Make sure you are protected with gold or silver. Uh, at Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Wow, Stu. Just got this in. Science, science. Both men and women who are vegetarian, 50% greater risk of suffering a hip fracture Compared to people who regularly eat meat. Mm. Just want to throw that I in. I did fracture a hip so this weekend, not, too. Did you? Mm-hmm. You're going to, I mean, I'm telling you. And it will probably happen when you least expect it. Like when you're old and you fall in the shower. Oh. You'll be like, damn those vegetables. <laughs> and then uh, Joe Biden will say, why are you making fun of me again? And you're like, you're not that kind of vegetable. I was talking about my hip. Help, I can't get up. That's what's going to happen because you eat apples. How old will he me? be then? Hmm? How old will Joe oh, Biden be? He won't be, be old his... at all. Mm. He won't be old at all. He'll still be in office, you know, just with vim and vigor. Yeah. And this, I don't know who vim or vigor is, but he'll be there with them. This is why the left is now photoshopping photos of Biden to make him look oh. more uh, uh, more virile. Virile, yeah, I suppose, is seriously <laughs> yeah. what they're trying to do, <laughs> which is really disturbing. Uh, he's been taking his shirt off a lot, too. You notice that? Like, he's... I don't know if he's, uh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he needs yeah, to be on a horse yeah. like Vladimir Putin, yeah. and we can all understand yeah, what a strong yeah. leader he is. Yeah. Um, but uh, does he know that his shirt is off, or are they like, oh no, Mr. President, you're wearing a suit right now? I am. 
Yeah, oh yeah, you look sharp in it. Yeah, you know how the emperor's new clothes when they were naked and everybody was afraid to tell him he was naked. Um, this one, everybody's telling him he's not naked, <laughs> and he thinks he is, but he's like, okay, well they're saying I'm not naked, so I guess I'm okay. Look, I mean, he's just it could be a hard job to be president. Mm-hmm. And as we've heard, not only president, but also weatherman, and where he has to call up his son all the time and tell him what the weather is. So there's a lot going on in, in the Biden world. And to have to grieve at emergency meetings of, you know, corporations that are about to go out of business without his help, having to call his son and he's grieving, just wants to grieve with his son. And then mm. he's like, hey, you know, they need something from you, dad. Can you provide that illusion for us now? Well, Glenn, it's long uh, been known that he's been doing these things with Hunter Biden's business associates. The Glenn Beck so don't program. worry about it. <laughs> long known. Long known. Thank you, New York Times. I didn't think you knew that. Uh, Relief Factor. John wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I used Relief Factor for about six months now, and I was highly skeptical at first. I put off trying it until my brother loaned me a few days' worth since he had found it effective. I was pleasantly surprised. I benefited every day as Relief Factor reduced my constant back pain, which came from years of injuries and aging. Uh, I don't know if it helps everybody, but it helps me. John, thank you for writing in. I was skeptical as well. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. Now, that shows you it doesn't work for everybody, but that's why they come out and say, just try it for three weeks. Take it as directed, try it for three weeks, and see if it doesn't start to make a difference in your pain level. It did mine. So just try it. You got only, you know, it's 20 bucks that you lose. But if if it does work, if you're part of that 70%, your life, you get it back. ReliefFactor.com, 800-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Don't miss Dark Future by Glenn Beck, uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase, available wherever you get your books. This is amazing. Uh, There's a super cup now of the media that I want to play here in a second, but I, I want you to remember, this is exactly what I told you happened during the Lewinsky uh, scandal. First, they said he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And we argued back and forth. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. And then when we got to, oh, here's the evidence, people said it didn't matter. And that's pretty much what we're hearing now. Listen to the media dismissing Devin Archer's testimony this week. Joe Biden did nothing, nothing, not even approximating improper, much less wrong or illegal. It's wishful thinking. They're trying to create a scandal. I think it's pretty clear, at least so far, there is nothing there. House Republicans continue their search for any proof at all tying President Joe Biden to his son Hunter's business dealings. Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. Because they want to, they want to dirty up Biden's name. You know, Republicans have been trying to use Hunter Biden's behavior against the president. Did not know about anything that Hunter Biden was doing. Seeing that Biden was, was simply involved in his son's life in a personal capacity. Republicans from consistently <laughs> trying to make this argument uh, and create the illusion of of some um, malfeasance being there spoke to business associates of hunter biden 
to say hello, to have small talk, casual conversation. Hunter Biden talked to his dad on the phone all the time. They talked basically every day. Sometimes Joe Biden would say hello to the people in the room if he popped in or on the phone or whatever. It's all casual conversation, niceties, the weather. They never discussed business. These were more of just cordial hello types of conversations. Business was never discussed on those calls, and that was more casual sort of check-ins, casual conversations. President Biden might have said, hey, Quit putting me on speakerphone. Uh, you know, are, are you having a business meeting? Like, what, what is that about? But do you hang up on your phone on your on your side? Uh, yeah, if you're the president of the United States and you have been warned by the State Department uh, that this is highly irregular, uh, and this is what was happening during the Obama administration, and the Obama administration completely dismissed it. They were getting warnings from all of their legal departments uh, at the State Department and elsewhere saying uh, he's involved in this uh, bad stuff and uh, the president can't. So the president was briefed. Now the president was speaking to his son every day, but he had no idea what his son was doing as a parent. Do you believe that could happen to you? Do you believe that your son could be peddling and and dealing in your name and selling influence that is imagined okay and you had no idea when you are the second most powerful man in the country where you have secret service with your son and with you that you would have no idea that your son is doing dirty business with oligarchs and that he calls you during those dinners to introduce you but that's who you're on the phone with sir we were there secret service was there the, these people are oligarchs very very bad they're dirty businessmen you know nothing's going on i'm sure with you but you have to know that's who you spoke to we know because the state department wrote to the the vice presidential office and said this is really bad don't do this so they dismiss all of that. But what they're doing now is they're saying, uh, well, he was just he was mourning his his son. Listen to this from MSNBC. Listen, cut six. As far as Hunter Biden goes, there's no doubt. I mean, it's pretty clear, even those close to the Biden family suggest that some of his behavior is pretty unseemly. That doesn't make it illegal. And it also means we don't know the role that then Vice President Biden may have played. And it seems like, no, they haven't proven that he had anything to do with it. They haven't proven that he profited from this at all. Yet maybe he is guilty of turning a blind eye to some of his son's uh, behavior. And we should put this in context. This is a time when Bo Biden, the president's other son, was ill and then dying and then, and then passed away. Uh, so perhaps he was not as attentive to what he should have been here but again there has simply been no evidence Gene Robinson, no evidence at all that he was profiting Stop. from this or he okay you're a jurist and let me just ask ladies and gentlemen of the jury we now have evidence from the business partner and others that joe uh, hunter biden was called to an emergency meeting in dubai because burisma was being investigated by victor shokin Victor Shokin was the state prosecutor, and he was looking into corruption. As testimony points out, if the if the Biden, uh, what did they call it? Uh, 
brand was not a part of this that uh, Burisma would have gone out of business and all of these guys would have lost their money. But it was the Hunter brand that saved it. Now, he was called to this emergency meeting, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, with all of the oligarchs from Burisma. They were telling him this and telling him that he had to call his father for the brand to take care of it. He then does. Now, the defense would have you believe that he calls them during that very important emergency meeting where tensions were high, and he just said hello to his father, introduced everyone to them, uh, to him on the phone, but nothing was said except, I miss my brother, I know I lost my son, the weather here is fine in D.C., we'll talk later, son. And the business partners that were paying a guy who didn't speak Russian, didn't speak uh, Ukrainian, did not know anything about the oil and gas business. He was specifically called because the brand was supposed to take care of things like Victor Shokin. But nothing happened until five days later, Joe Biden goes and hold, withholds $1 billion worth of aid from the United States government unless they fire Victor Shokin. And then he comes out and he brags about it. Listen. I'm desperately yeah, concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was... Not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, uh -huh. And uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Okay, stop. This was someone solid at the time. Somebody who would not investigate Burisma. That, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are asked to believe was a co complete coincidence. Complete. By the way, you know when I will uh, believe that Joe Biden has uh, actually accepted his granddaughter, Hunter's uh, illegitimate child, uh, when I believe that he's accepted her as part of the family, is when they set up a shell corporation for her in her name. <laughs> That's when I'll believe she's part of the family. I'm just they, saying. They do keep saying this where they're like, oh, well, there's no evidence that he profited at all from any of this. And it's like, well, what are all these bank records with millions of dollars being transferred to shell companies in names of random Biden family members that didn't have anything to do what with these businesses? Do? Like, I, 
Yeah. What? Okay. Like, I, how do you explain? I, that? How do you explain it? Like, come up with something. Can you at least try to explain it? Can you ex- try to explain the WhatsApp message where he's saying he's in their same room with his father, and we're going holding a grudge against you, and and you and we're and my I, we are going to make your life a living hell if if you don't uh, get this payment to come through right now. Can you at least come up with some way of trying to explain that? I, I mean, mm-hmm. they're sort of the media is sort of taking this road of well, it was Hunter and he was bad and he was selling the illusion of 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 uh, of some sort of influence uh, f- from his dad and it wasn't real. But like, why don't we have the actual administration saying that's what happened? Why is it the media carrying that water? Why isn't the why isn't Joe Biden required to come out and say, yes, this was my son doing this terrible, terrible thing, and he's really, really bad. And, you know, we're not going to invite him to the next state dinner. So maybe he shouldn't be in the room with those people next time. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I would just like to ask you this question. The media is now saying, yes, what Hunter Biden did was bad and possibly even illegal. It was illegal. He was not a registered foreign agent, and yet he was acting as one, meaning representing rep- representing people in foreign countries and doing business for them in the United States on their behalf. He was never registered. That's against the law. Okay? Can't do it. He also was doing something very nefarious. Let's say he was doing it on his own. His father had no idea. He was trading on the Biden family name and selling the brand. This is now accepted by people in the media. It was the brand. He was selling the brand, but the president didn't have anything to do with it. Okay, let's take that at face value as it's absolutely true. Why hasn't the president come out and said that? Why hasn't the president come out and said, look, it's important that you know if your president is a crook or not. Well, I'm not a crook. My son, I found out while I was grieving my son, he, my other son, is trading on my name, making it look like I would provide deals. You know, my son is very troubled. He has had a very difficult time with drugs. He was out of control, but I am not going to stand in the way of his prosecution if that's what people believe. But I want you to know I'm shocked and horrified by what my son did, uh, but I had nothing to do with it. He's not doing that. Why? Why? Why is the media doing that? But they're not insisting that the president should do that. His whole thing for the last five years has been to lie over and over again to the media. My son did nothing wrong. Well, we now know, and it's pretty well accepted, that he was trading on the Biden name. That is wrong. He was acting as a foreign agent without being registered. That's illegal. Why won't the president come out and say that? Yeah, and like I can certainly understand why the president doesn't want to come out and say that. I I totally get it because it makes him look illegal, uh, like he broke the law and his family is in turmoil and his son should obviously go to prison. I get why he wouldn't want to say that, but I don't get why the media isn't requiring him to come out and say it. They certainly would do this if it was anyone else. Any Republican would be required. They would be pestered every time he walked in front of a camera. He would be asked to say that exact thing. And they're not they're not doing that at all. They're not they're not 
He needs to say those things. He needs to come out and say those things. And he's not. Of course, we understand why Joe Biden is trying to avoid that. But like if we had a media with any any re, any reasonable integrity, integrity and, and uh, attachment to journalistic principles, this is all they'd be focused on right now. And yet yeah. they keep falling for the same trip trick, Glenn, that you've outlined multiple times today. The day after this stuff comes out, they do something like indict Donald Trump. And now the entire media is on that that bandwagon instead of the one they should be looking at. Our sponsor this half hour is Legacy Box. I don't know if you know this, but magnetic tape, like those things that are used in VHS and um, camcorder tapes, uh, they're made to last about 10 to 20 years. It's the hottest summer in 120,000 years, according to AOC. Well, that really, if you have any of those magnetic tapes in an attic or a garage, in 120,000 years, the hottest summer, that's going to destroy those tapes. Um, they will fall apart whether it's the hottest summer or not. Uh, they are not made to, uh, to last. Your pictures are not made to last. Digitizing all of your pictures and your tapes with Legacy Box stops the erasing of your history enough history is being erased let's not erase your family history too for a limited time legacy box is running a nine dollar videotape sale they're normally 27 to 30 dollars this is a remarkable sale going on it is the safest and easiest way to preserve your past which is why it's been trusted by over a million families they're actually helping us preserve uh things at the mercury american journey experience we trust them legacy box don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes your film reels fade your photos visit legacybox.com slash beck make sure you shop their nine dollar tape sale today legacybox.com slash beck unlock this exclusive offer today glenn beck We're just talking about what a bad dad uh, Joe Biden has to be for this story to be true. His son is working at a an oil and gas company, has no experience. He is put on the phone with the head guy of Burisma who literally beheads his competition. Literally, he is one of the worst oligarchs in Ukraine. His father is on his 13th trip. His job is to root out corruption. He knows who this guy is. And his son calls him up and says, hey, dad, I'm here with, uh, you know, the guy who beheads people that I know you know his name. I just wanted to say hi for Joe Biden not to say, son, you should not be working with these people. Son, do you know what you're doing? Son, don't ever, ever. Put me in the situation where you're calling and that guy is on the other end of the phone. I'm opposed to that guy. He's a criminal. This shows that there's no love in that family. This family is a crime family at best, at best. Their loyalty is to each other because they're all involved. It's bad. No father would ever act like that. The Glenn Beck Program.